So yesterday we started <clears throat> this unbelievable Ben Yoyna. He's going on a pasuk in Mishle, Perechav Bet, pasuk in Aleph, Ohev Teharlev. One who has real, pure love for someone else, which he explains it's an Ava She'ena Tuluya Bedover. There's no ulterior motive for the love. It's real love. And the apostle goes on to say something about this person, but we're stopping just trying to define what this person is. Who's the guy who has the Ava Tehoira that's not Tuluya Bedover, right? So the first point that Rabbi Yoyna said was that he loves his friend because of what his friend contributed to his life. And not because he expects more. It's on the past. Okay? That means he incorporates other people into his reality. And therefore, everybody's a part of him. That was the first thing. The second thing Rabbi Yoyna said, and that's what we want to work on today a little bit, is Rabbi Yoyna said that he, Oh, Yahavenu Mitzad Ma'alotav. He loves him because of his good qualities that he has. So yesterday we challenged this a little bit. And we brought out one point that the first thing is you have to appreciate that Milo. That's number one. Because Rabbi says, It's an incumbent upon every truthful person. Well, if you're a Shemayim and Ansheemis is not something special by you, then you're obviously not going to appreciate people that have it, right? That was the first point, which we see that Avas Yisrael requires, if this is a basic requirement of Avas Yisrael, is that you have to love people for their milas, then obviously you have to appreciate these milas. That's number one. But then we asked another question, and we said, why should I love someone because he has a mila? What does that do for me? Right? Again, we're still in the lower realm. The lower realm is, I need to see a connection to me. So I'm going to try to explain this with the lower realm, although it's going to need a little bit of a higher realm as well. I'm going to explain it to you. So the way we're going to start the explanation is based on another meshachah. Okay, another very important Meshachachma, that the Meshachachma is actually dealing with a problem in the words of Chazal. There's one Chazal that says in Sanhedrin, Pizur l'Rishoyim, if you, if you spread out the Rishayim, means you do not allow the Rishayim to congregate, to be together, to be in unison, Right? It's better for them because the degree of their wickedness will be not as high when they work alone. And the world will benefit if you keep the Shaheem away from each other. That's one Chazal. But then he says, there's a different Chazal. He brings a number of them, but there's some of them. It says, Kobay Asara Shechim Hazal tell us that there's also in Sanhedrin, whenever you have ten Jews come together, then the Shekhinah will rest upon them. And it's mashma, it doesn't make a difference what type of Jews. 
even Rishayim. So on one hand, we see that the congregation is something very special, even if they're not good people. When they congregate together, the Shekhinah comes. And another Chazal says that when Rishayim congregate together, it's a disaster. So is it a disaster or is it a good thing? Okay, that's from Meshachachma's question. Brings another Chazal, the more Tainus, it's more Christus about a Tainus. Called Tainus She'enba Poishe Yisrael Enoi Tainus. Whenever there is a Tainus that doesn't include Mepoishe Yisrael, the sinners of Klausel is not a Tainus. We have this concept also by Lulav. The Lulav, the Etrog, Hadassim, and Aravot represent different types of Jews, different levels. And Yovoy Elu, Yishapra Elu, we want them to be together. Even though there's Jews, there's a group of Jews there that are not such good people, right? The same thing the Chazal learns out from the Ketoret, the Helbena, doesn't smell good. But when you put it together, the good stuff, it shines, right? So again, we are not trying to excommunicate the Poshia Yisrael. We're bringing them into the community. We're including them in the community. So is it good to have them in the community together? Or is it better to get rid of them and send them away? Okay, that's the question the Meshach Chochma is dealing with. And the Meshach Chochma says the massive Yisait, which is going to be the Hagdomer to understand the Rabbeinu Yerina. So the Meshach Chochma says it depends. This is his term. This is his language, but I'm going to explain it in our world. He basically says like this. If you have 10 Rishayim that have the same problem, they're all Ganovim, let's say. So you put 10 Ganovim in a room together, they're going to have much better plans. They're going to compare notes. They may come together as a group and decide to make a, a, a robbery that they'll have all their heads together and their manpower together and it'll be dangerous. So when they come together and they have the same issue, so then they're going to be like a tartilereus. It's going to be two beds together is worse than one. But if you have one guy has a problem, he loves money, but his friend doesn't have that issue. His friend has taiva faris, another guy, whatever. Each one has their own problem. In this situation, says, Rabbein, says the Meshachachma, by putting them together, each one could learn the good thing from his friend. His friend will show him how to overcome his challenge because his friend doesn't have that challenge. And he's able to control himself with money and he can see something about his friend. He can learn something from his friend. Let's say he sees his friend is poor and he needs money and he has pressure to pay his bills, but he still doesn't steal. That's very impressive. He can learn something from each other. So when they're in a situation where they're learning from each other, the myla from each other, then it's better to put them together. That way people learn from others for the good. When you put them together and they're not learning from each other good things, they're just... Uh, adding on to each other's bad thing, then it's bad. So basically, in a nutshell, what he's trying to say is that the purpose of being in a congregation, no one in the congregation can be perfect. No one's perfect. Everybody's got problems and deficiencies and tithes and challenges. Everybody. 
Understand? Everybody's got problems. So if we have a congregation that we are focused on looking at each other's milers and trying to learn from our friends and we'd be inspired from our friends and learn how to overcome our challenges, that's great. But if we're using, let's say, the yeshiva to now have more friends to go to the bar together with or more friends to go watch the game with, and the fact that you put them all and you made achtas out of them, that's much worse. You don't want to make achtas in your yeshiva if the achtas of your yeshiva is only to do things that you're not supposed to do. Because at least if the guy was alone, he's doing that very privately. It doesn't become so mutter by him. It has its limitations. But now you made achtas out of all these guys who have the same chesarid. So it only strengthened their rishas. So the point of what you do is you make achdus in yeshiva for what? The point to make achdus in yeshiva is say, listen, you could learn from me and I can learn from you. Then it's good to have achdus because achdus will lead to people growing. That means you're limited in your own growth. Let's get the amkis here. You're limited in your own growth. You have a deficiency, you're limited in your own growth, right? But if I see my friend, he can inspire me or I can learn something from him. So you're coming on to others. You understand? You're coming on to others. When you come on to others, others is a way of growing. So then it's good to be around others. That's the gist of what he's doing. And he's being the ash of the chazals. And he's explaining the problem with sinaschinim, etc., etc. But let's just focus a second. Go back to the Rabbeinu Yerim. Rabbeinu Yerim says, what's Avas Yisrael? Avas Yisrael means that I should see a mile of my friend and love him for it. The question that we asked was, why do I love him for the mile that he has? What does it do for me? Why do I love him for the mile he has? And the answer on the lowest level is, because I see that by him having that mile and I don't have it, he's going to teach me something. I'm going to learn something from him. I'm going to grow from him. So it's back to the same yesoid. My friend can contribute to me. There's two ways that your friend can contribute to you. He can either directly contribute to you. Let's say you're learning in yeshiva, you don't have money, and your friend comes over to you and he gives you a few dollars and you should be able to learn. So you see that he facilitated your growth. He invested in you. So you're only what you are today because of his input in your life. So to some degree, he is a chalik of you. So then I love him because I'm, I'm connected with him, right? That's one way. There's another way that people can contribute to you without directly benefiting you, without directly giving it to you. There's another way that people can contribute to your life and your quality of life is if you live amongst people and you can learn from them. You can see that this guy's a Yerat Shamayim and he's perfectly happy. You see the guy has the kosher phone and he's sitting and learning and the guy is beaming. And he has menucha sanefesh. And you see in real, uh, <clears throat> real life that it pays to do that. So it inspires you. Or your friend went and broke his phone. So... And he's doing great, and he's so happy, and he feels free. He got rid of his addiction. So, and he could do it. So, I could probably do it too. 
So I'm inspired by that, let's say, right? So being around people and focusing on their milas and showing you that these are regular people just like you. But they're able to overcome challenges. And they look good when they overcome a challenge. And they're happy when they overcome a challenge. And if I can do the same thing, right? So that's another way of incorporating people into your life. You understand that? So again, we're all in the lower level for now. Just to set down uh, like what we came out with at this point. Avas Yisrael means on the lowest level is that I need to widen and broaden myself. Because a person as himself is a very narrow human being. He's very narrow. He has exactly his personality. He has exactly his good things and his bad things. He's very narrow. He's very finite and very narrow, and he can't really move out of his box, right? So how does he become bigger? How does he become broader? How does he incorporate other people into his life? And once he incorporates people into his life, he's actually a bigger person and a better person and a stronger person that has more abilities, and all these people contributed to that. There's two ways to do that. There's two ways, one by giving, one by getting. The giving way is the rebellion desolate way. When I put koiches into other people, when I give to other people, that makes me develop higher. And that person becomes the manifestation of my koiches. So therefore, that's an extension of me. That's in the giving, in the giving angle. In the receiving angle, there's two ways in the receiving angle. It's the hatovas that my friends gave me. So they are incorporated in me. And the second thing is in the receiving, I can learn from people's milas. By having achdas and living amongst people and focusing on their good, then I have a way to grow. So then they contributed to me, so they're an extension of me. They're part of my corporation now. Of course, there's always a sakana when you have achdas with people that instead of learning from each other's milas, you can connect with your chesroinus to other people. That's a danger. But if you do it the right way, 100%, you can grow from people, right? So then you start to love the people around you. When you realize what people around you do for you, and it's a new way of thinking. It's not a simple thing. For example, let's say you're in a room, right? And there's nine people, okay? And you want to pray shachrit, and there's only nine people. All of a sudden, the tenth man walks in. What he just did for you was made that you could now pray with him. Yeah, he did something for you. He contributed to your ability to connect with Hashem because he just walked in the door. That's something he did for you. So he has a contribution to your prayer. And it's not just the tenth man. It's all ten. The other nine guys are all contributing to you that you should be able to connect to Ashur HaZashchit. They gave you something. They gave you something that can never be taken away, ever. They gave it to you. We have to start to focus in such a very way like that, how much people contribute to you. And then all the people in your community that are contributing to you in so many different ways are incorporated in your life and your greatness. 
That's big connection with everybody. You understand? That's on the lowest level. But I want to take it one more slab higher. Okay? Just want to get this a little higher. You getting it so far? One more slab higher. In the contribution that your friends milers. By looking at your friends milers, I want to take it one step deeper. You ready, Josh? One step deeper. If a person understands a certain yesoid in a muna, then he's going to focus on people's miles in a very different way. The yesoid is that Klal Yisrael together, and this is why it's a little bit higher, a higher level, because we're looking at us at the cloud, not at the prop. Klal Yisrael bichlal. The, the common denominator in Jews is that we all have a mission, and that is to bring Gilui Kvoid Shomayim. Tasha, right? We have a general mission. Okay? That's a very, very general mission. You got that? All Jews have a general agenda. Atem Eidai. You have to spread the Kvayt Shavayim in the world. Correct? Now, has it done? So we need, in order to do our job properly, we need to develop our Midot. We need to develop Vahalicha Bedrachov. We need to develop Yerat Shavayim. We need these things. That's how we can actually fulfill the mission that we have as Jews. Okay? The problem is that no one human being was infused with all the milers in one guy. It wasn't given to you that way. But you need to develop. In order for you to reach your tafkin in life, you need to develop. So how's the system built? Since we have a collective mission... So we are, by definition, one unit. So if we are, by definition, one unit, we're able to grow off other people. For example, in your body, it's true, the eyes have one function, the ears have one function, the nose has one function. But if, let's say, a person got a cut in his face, this resource is coming from the whole body to help him, correct? Because the body's bats are, by definition, one. So if it's one, each thing is feeding off the other thing. When the guy eats food, the stomach doesn't say to the eyes, listen, the, the food comes to me, you go jump in the lake. <laughs> then he can't see no more. He has to send him whatever needs to be sent there, right? The whole body, even though it's separate parts, but the separate parts can't function if it's not working as a whole. Impossible. That means the miles of the stomach and the miles of the liver and the miles of the kidneys and the miles of the heart is also coming up in the eyes. Just in a different way. But it's also coming up there. You can't say your miles are yours, mine are mine. It's coming up there too. It has to be, right? So if Klausel is one hefts of the etzim, it's a hefts, it's like a guf echot. Kiish echot It's one reality. And that one reality has to function properly. Function, part of functioning properly is 
that we're able to benefit from each other's miles and incorporate into our lives to some degree or another. So it doesn't have to come out the same way because there is individuality. It doesn't come out necessarily in the same degree, but it has to come out. Meaning, let's, let's try to get the amkaz. I'm saying very deep things and I have to explain it well. So let's say I see my friend, he's a big balchasa. Okay? What does he do? He's, he works for Haverim. He works for Asola. He works and he goes to the hospitals and he takes a guitar and he plays music for the kids. I think there's an organization like that. I forgot what it's called, right? Big Balchas, big. Okay, that's his Mida. His Mida is Chesed, right? So I can be inspired to incorporate Chesed in my life. But I'm not getting out on the bottom of a car because I don't think you want me to fix your tire because then you'll have a worse problem than before I started. You understand? That's not how Chesed's coming in my life. Impossible. But I can be inspired to be a Baal Chesed and to put someone else's needs in front of mine so I could uh, do Hachnosas Archim. I could give Aitzes to people. I could teach Torah to somebody, right? It's, a, it's Chesed in a different way. It's a Chesed that comes in my life, in my way. But I, I'm, I'm getting from you. I'm getting from your organ. You're the organ of Chesed. I'm incorporating from that into my life too. Just in my version, in my oifin, in my darga. So the reason why I'm nispal from someone else's my love is because the tachlis is that together we have to have the collective milas to be megalic for each in the world. We have to do that. It has to be. You as an individual, you are limited. You need to come onto resources from outside of you to do your job. Now, it doesn't mean that the resources that you take from the outside is going to look exactly like the resource. That means the stomach is taking the food and it's digesting it. The eyes are not digesting the food. But the eyes are connected to the stomach as well. There's a connection between them. And when there's a connection between them, each one can help the other one. So the eyes will look at the food and say, it doesn't look good, don't eat that, look spoiled. The nose will smell it and say, no, 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 no. Don't eat that. That's going to kill you, right? We're working together. We have to work together. It's impossible not to work together. We have to work together. So the system was built that way that we have to work together. If the system was built that way that we have to work together, that's why I'm learning from each other's milas. I mean, what's the, the, the driving force behind learning from each other's milas? Is because the system was built that way. So again, let's get the, let's get the amkase again. In the lower shlav, in the lower level, we always have to bring it back to self, right? In the lower level, you're always bringing it back to self, right? And to bring things back to self, there's two parts, two sides to that coin. Number one, I have to look at individuals, because in the world of guf, I see individuality. I have to see what you have, what you have. And I have to love each person for what they are special. It's in the world of, of pratim, the world of individuality. And I always have to connect you to me. That's the world on the lowest level, right? So we explained that there's multiple ways how to do that, either by giving or by if people contribute to your life, they're connected to your life. And then we said the milers of your friends. Now, how's the milers of your friend? What do you care about the milers of your friend? The terrorists, I can learn something from them. 
So if I learn something from them, so Amela, they incorporate something into my life, right? That's how I explained. But then we took it up one more step higher because what's the motivator to learn from my friends? What's, what, what, what brings me there is really a higher level of achdus. The fact that we are by definition one and by the fact that we do have a collective mission together and by the fact that the system was built in a way that we have to feed off each other in order to do what we're supposed to do in life, that's a kloliistic azach. Once I have that kloliistika avas Yisrael, because I am one with them, then I bring that down to the individual. You understand that? It's, it, it, the, the klal is mechaev de prats. Still chapping this lambdas is very deep lambdas, huh? Again, you have a prat, but a prat comes from a klal. Every prat comes from a klal. You have a general rule. You have a general thing. Klal Yisrael is one. One collective mission. You are a Jew, I am a Jew. That's collective. We all have a collective mission. Okay? Now what is that collective mission? How does that come out? So it trickles down into Pratim. You have to represent Yerushalayim. You represent Chesed. You represent Anova. You have this thing. You have that thing. Right? So it trickles down into jobs. We have one general job, but then we give out specifics, specific jobs. Got it? That's where it trickles down to the prat. The prat came out from the cloud. So when my focus is that I am a prat that came from a cloud, and I understand that the way it works, the system works, is that we work together and learn from each other and work collectively because it came from the cloud. So now I'm very interested in learning from everybody's minds. If it would just be a prat, there would be no cloud. So you're you, you're Saul, and I'm Yaakov Arari. Kivaldik, Shalom Aleichem. Nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what shaykhahs? What shaykhahs I have with you? Right? But if I understand that we both work for the same company, and we both come from the same cloud, and we have the same mission, and we're working together, and because we're working together, the system was created that I should work with you and you should work with me and I should learn from you, should learn from me. Being that that system is built that way, so I'm focused on your mindless because that's how the system was built. And if I can learn from you. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's So now we took the to a higher level because the shirish, the shirish, what's the root of the the, the root of Aftarech is that we're Be'etzim one. All our Neshamas are Be'etzim one. Metachas Kisei HaKovit, meaning the Neshamas, the Shoyrish, the root of the Neshamas is to hold up the chair of glory of Hashem. That's one. But it doesn't stay like that. It's Mishtalshel. You know Mishtalshel? It comes out from it. And now comes my life, my nature, my nurture, my situations, my things and you to you. But really in the root, it's the same. So being that in the root, it's the same. I'm Be'etzem, when I focus on that root, that means I know I'm connected to you because we're working together. So I am Be'echrach connected to you. Once I'm connected to you, how do I solidify that connection? How do I make it practical, that connection? How does it come out? I focus on your Pratim and I learn from your Pratim. So here we made a shidduch between a higher level and a lower level. At the end of the day, no matter how high level you are, it has to trickle down into the bottom line, to the world of 
gufni, of actually connecting through, attaching your mila to me and my mila to you. That's how it has to work. Lamaisa, the poil. But where could be the root of it? The root of makes me wanting to connect to you and make me want to see your milas and learn from you, the root of that is the fact that the is where one bats. So in the level of rebellion, that's just to get the amkis here, it's very deep share today. Please forgive me. If in the level of rebellion, that's you didn't need to think about the klal, the, the klal is all being one. The fact that I contribute to you and I give to you, I incorporate you in my life. In the first part of Rabbeinu Yerina, you also don't have to do that. You gave me, you were native to me, you're part of my life. But now, in the, in the second thing Rabbeinu Yerina said, learning from each other's milas and respecting each other's milas and feeling connected because of each other's milas, that we already have to start talking about a higher realm. Because over there, what makes me want to connect with you, what says Mechatesi, right? But so therefore, when I focus on the Kloli, that we are one Be'etzim, and we only trickle down into different things because that's how the system works to get the job done. So now we're working together Be'etzim. And the system was built that we have to work together Be'etzim. And I have to you, incorporate you and me, and you have to incorporate me and you to become Ish Echa Belev Echa. That means in the Olam HaShamas, we are Echa. In the oil of guf, we have to work on being echad by becoming ish echad in the oil of guf. But what? Why are we doing that? That achdus in the oil of Because the shayrish of our reality is really echad. So we're coming back to our root. We're coming back to our root of echad. So therefore, this, the the of avas of of Yisrael being one. The Kloli of being one is Machayev, the din of the Haftarecha Kamoicha, to connect to each person individually. That's the Oymikir. Okay, we'll stop here for today. Very deep stuff today.